Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening how much you truly love each and every one of them. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 9, beginning in verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city to call to those who pass by who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Friends, I would like to take a closer look at verse 10 today. And Proverb 9, verse 10 tells us this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Friends, this is your host, Bill Kelly, and I don't know if you are listening for the first time or if you're a regular listener, but I have been doing this podcast for nearly two years now. This is episode 485, and I began this podcast with the fact that I wanted everyone to have wisdom. My goal every single podcast is when somebody tunes out and they've listened to the podcast, that they have something to hold on to, that they have something to think about, and hopefully help improve their lives. What I'd like to do today is share a story 
found in the Gospel of Luke. And it's found in chapter 13, and it begins in verse 10. This passage of Scripture is entitled, A Spirit of Infirmity. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bent over, and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore come and be healed on them, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite! Does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for eighteen years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Friends, what I would like for you to think about is if you were in the synagogue that day, and this is how Jesus thought. He couldn't help noticing the invisible one. He couldn't help loving her. He couldn't help healing her. In the case of this bent woman, Jesus reached out to heal her without even being asked. He sees her, not just the obvious thing that she cannot stand up straight. He sees whatever spirit has been keeping her life bent. Now, friends, many of us have bent lives. I want you to think about it. There are many people listening to this podcast today that have something in their life that they are not happy with, that they were not planning, and they're living life day by day, but they're not living the abundant life that God has called every one of us to live. What I'd like to do is look at yourself. Most of us have an agenda when we wake up in the morning. Most of us have a job that we need to go to and prepare for in the day. So if you're a man, more than likely you go to the mirror and you shave and you're looking in the mirror and you're shaving, you want to make sure that you get every whisker 
And then after that, you slap on some aftershave. You want your hair to look right. You dress up nicely. You want people to know that you care. If you're a woman, you're putting on lipstick. You're checking to see that your mascara is just perfect. You have everything going on. Then you not get dressed up. You put nice clothes on, and you want to be noticed. This woman in our story today did not want to be noticed. She was embarrassed because she couldn't stand up straight. She probably was hiding somewhere in the corner. And yet Jesus looked, spotted her, and identified her, and asked her to come forward. What I'd like to do next is go to the chapter in the Bible that is referred to as the Great Love Chapter. And I really would like for you guys to think about this chapter as we're reading it. If you have the opportunity, close your eyes and meditate on these verses as I read them. Beginning in verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, love never fails. So friends, if you are a guy, I'm asking you, does it really matter if you take the time to shave, to put on aftershave, to comb your hair, to look and dress nicely, or ladies, to put on your lipstick and apply your mascara and make sure that you have your eyelids covered and look nice and everything looks perfect. Friends, it doesn't matter at all if we don't take the time to look at the people that are, in quotes, invisible. People that would otherwise not be noticed. Friends, we need to open our eyes and pay attention to people. We need to see the people who are hurting out there because many people are. Notice people. Encourage people. Offer a smile. Give them a compliment. Ask if they need any help. 
Friends, before we close, I'd like to go back to our proverb of the day. And our proverb of the day is Proverb 9 and verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I want you to think about that. Friends, I want everyone listening to have wisdom. We need to understand that we should have a reverential fear of God. What I'd like to do is go over the commentary in my Bible for verses 10 through 12. And I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. But the fear of the Lord here, it says, this is the central theme of the book of Proverbs. The only appropriate way to approach the holy God is with fear. That is reverence. The term holy one is an intensive plural of the Hebrew word for holy, as in the most holy one, or the quintessence of holiness. For yourself alone means you will feel the effects of your wisdom or foolishness directly. You can not escape them. And friends, what this is telling us is we know inherently whether we are going to do the right thing or whether we are not going to do the right thing. And the right thing is to look at our story today and to notice the people around us as much as possible. Now, friends, it takes a while to do this. It does. And sometimes it may take you a bit out of your comfort zone. Sometimes you may not have the time to do this. But friends, it doesn't take much time to smile at someone. It truly doesn't. You really don't have to put very much effort to notice people around you. You can tell if someone's having a bad day. You can. And all you have to do is offer a word of encouragement, a smile, a gesture. Something as simple as a smile can change someone's day. Friends, we are to be like Jesus. The Bible tells us that. That should be our goal in life, is to become more and more like him. The call to action today is very simple. Do you notice the people around you? Do you make an effort to see how you can make someone's day? A smile here, a nice compliment here, asking people if you can maybe lend them a helping hand. I just want you to give some thought over that, and that should be our natural inclination each and every day. It should be a part of who we are as good Christian folk. Care about people, notice people, love people, be kind, be merciful, be gracious, be forgiving of people. Love people is the key. Love never fails. The suggested scripture reading is to go over our proverb of the day, Proverb 9. Tomorrow is Saturday. Please read Proverb 10. Sunday is the 11th. Please read Proverb 11. 
Now, friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I ask you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner and I have need of a Savior. I ask that you forgive me of all my sins. I ask that you come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this point forward. I am making you the Lord of my life. Jesus, thank you for hearing my prayer. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, go on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com, and if you would, click on the contact tab, give me your name, give me your information, let me know you said that prayer, and I want to get back with you. In addition, if you've enjoyed this podcast or are a regular listener and have never taken the time to offer a comment or rate this podcast, I invite you to do that today. Once again, the website is wisdomtodaybk.com. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, today is the weekend. If you possibly can, go out with your spouse this weekend. Go out with your kids this weekend. Spend time as a family. Let them know how much God loves them and how much you love them. And I will see you back on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.